Welcome back to Rob Gill's Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn how to take action on your financial future, click the link in our bio to speak to us directly. To learn more about how you can achieve financial freedom, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Rob Gill all over social media. Financial freedom awaits. Okay, so check it out, folks. Right now, we're coming down to the final stretch of 2022. And I'm going to ask you something. How do you feel right now? Are you happy with 2022? Are you not happy? Are you nervous? Are you embracing with with just vigor and love in this economic winter? I love it so much. The colder (laughs) it gets, the better it gets. I'm so excited. We want to give that to you. We want to share that with you. And today, me and my partner, Ed Gardner, are going to discuss why your 401k may actually be garbage. What's up, Eddie? What's up, Rob? How you doing, brother? I'm awesome. You? It's always great when we get to sit here and and provide as much education as we can. We don't, you know, when we talk about why your 401k may be garbage, let's let's be real clear about that. I think you and I are fans of people that save. Yes. And we think if you're not saving and if you're saving a 401k, then you're better off. Absolutely. Than not saving. You're doing something. Yes, that's a beautiful thing. And if you're going to insist on saving in the 401k, you want to make sure that the fees are all stripped out, that you understand that it gets taxed at ordinary income later on in life. Yep. That, you know, when the market goes up and down, if it's involved in the market, it's going to go up and down. And whatever you get a tax, not write off on, but a tax, you know, postponement postponement on, yep. you're going to give that back later on in life. Yeah. So we're not making fun of people that think the 401k <laughs> is great, but if they think it's tax free, if they think it's a guarantee, if they think that when when it's not going to be exposed to the stock market going up and down, yep. that mindset could have been delivered by a guy or a gal with a $6,000 suit on. <laughs> I don't have a $6,000 <laughs> suit on. But at the end of the day, the question really becomes from a from a 401k standpoint, yep. how do you feel about that? I, I think people looking at their 401k statements today are probably a little disappointed, right? They've been contributing all year. But if they look at their account balance today versus what it was last year, they're down significantly right? It, most people, the broader market at some point this year was down around 30%. Yep. Right now it might be 15% or so. So a little, a little comeback, but you know, think about those numbers if you're in retirement, Yeah. right? Imagine you get to retirement, people hit that million dollar mark. They think that's where they need to be for retirement and their thought process is, oh, you know what? I'll live off of 10%, yeah. right? Because that's what I've gotten thus far. But now the market drops and it drops off to 30%. Your million dollars just turned into 700,000. Yeah. Then that 700,000 you were planning on pulling 100 grand off to live on. Now you have $600,000. Imagine the amount of return that you have to get just to get back to a million. And furthermore, how nervous are these people that are retired right now because they've had to draw out of their draw out of this bucket, which for the last, I don't know, 10, 11 years, they haven't even seen move. Yeah. So guys, gals, everything you just heard, stop and then kind of go back and start taking notes. But let me just kind of, you know, maybe clarify and verify yeah. what I thought I heard you say. So we could just kind of bring it to the to the masses so they understand that. First of all, money's not math. It's a commodity. Yes. We know that four plus four equals eight, but four times four is 16 and four times four is really what the bank does. And, and that means they 
velocitized money. They loan money out over and over again, and they don't take any financial risk. They take credit risk. <laughs> and when they take credit risk, it's really if you're going to pay back the money or not, but they're always holding something into collateral as a result of that. With that being said, though, yeah. Eddie touched on a lot of different things, right? And I think that... Um, Listen, I could be disruptive right now and create some different words on the algorithm and and say that you're real dumb for putting money into a. I don't think that. No. Like, I don't think anyone's dumb for putting money into a four hundred one k. Just like I don't think anyone should sell out of a four hundred one k just to go buy something unless they truly, really look at. It. If I have a hundred thousand dollars in a four hundred one k and I'm under fifty and I cash it in, yeah, because I want to go buy an investment somewhere else. Yep. Let me be clear. That $100,000 401k, if I cash it in, it's going to be worth, after taxes and penalties, 65000 Yeah. Maybe sixty. Right. If that sixty bought a piece of real estate, yeah. and that real estate was, say, $300,000, it may produce a cash flow after everything else of 1000 a month or 12000 a year. If that $100,000 401k averaged 12%, it'd be worth one hundred and twelve. But now that sixty, which is tied into the growth of the house that you would see later on, but you have to realize if you're going to cash in a 401k to to control your own destiny, which mm. I believe in, controlling your own yeah. destiny, not cashing in a 401k to do it, make sure you have a long-term viewpoint of 20, if not 30 years on that money move that you would do with an existing 401k. Yeah. I can't be more clear about yeah. that. Take that and rewind the back. Take it and rewind the back. So yeah. stay with me. So yeah. now- we believe in diversifying within and amongst asset classes. We believe at understanding the advantages and disadvantages of all the financial products that are out there today. We believe in creating models, methodologies, and systems that sit and fit with your core values, not Joey and Mary's, but yours. But before all that, we believe in mindset. Yes. Right? Money's not about pieces of paper with Benjamins. It's about how you feel because of money, what money makes you feel like. Yeah. And my first wave of money, because I was chasing it, I got it. Yep. It didn't. I, I didn't feel the way I thought I was going to feel. I bought a boxing promotional company, a seven-bedroom house, and a Mercedes-Benz. Right? <laughs> Had the boxing Never promotional deal. Worst investment ever. Worst boxing promotional company. Worst investment <laughs> ever. No offense. I love you know the people I did it with, but yeah, didn't work out too well. Um, house basically, I bought at the top of the market. It was an 08, 09. Oh my god! Yeah. So it went down, then it came back up. And but you know, real estate for the long term is a beautiful thing. We know that. Yeah. And, and the Mercedes? And the Mercedes, you know, I, at the time, I bought it for, no, 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 no. This is so I could go see clients. <laughs> That's why I was doing it. So I could show up, not in a Hyundai, yep. but I was showing up in a Mercedes, but it was my ego, my my diamond necklace, my diamond cross necklace that, that was yes. about $20,000. All ego. And I didn't feel good about any of it. And by the way, anyone that follows me knows that I haven't had a drink since 1996. I wasn't drinking at all during this. It was all straight up ego, yeah. right? So it, it gave me the feeling of I'm going to show them. And at the end of the day, it didn't feel right. And it wasn't until that moment and during that experience that I was like, okay, yeah. manifestation and mindset works, right? But you got to be careful what you wish for. What does this have to do with a 401k? Well, it has everything to do with a 401k. So when you make money decisions and yep. you understand your, your, not only your time freedom and your money time freedom, but then how can you control that back into your world yeah. where it belongs? And that's where I think when you're talking about, hey, if it was a hundred grand last year or a million last year, and now it's seven hundred this year. Yeah. So that means it was down what thirty percent. Thirty percent. You, if you gain thirty percent from seven hundred thousand, that means it's worth nine hundred and ten, not a million. Yeah. So you lost thirty when you gained thirty, you're not a break. You're still below. Yes. Like nine percentage points. Yeah. So it's going to take you a couple of years to get back to that break-even point. But if you were sixty, now you're sixty-three, 
and you want to live on 100 grand of income, you're not getting taxed at 5 or 10%, and money is worth less each year because of inflation. Yeah. Yeah, and inflation's more than ever, right? So, I mean, you touched on a lot of points there. I think what it what it comes down to is is like we always talk about understanding what you're doing, right? And why you're doing it. So the people that are saying, hey, go cash out that 401k. Well, what is the implication of that? Because when people, some of their concerns are, hey, I pay too much in taxes, right? Or I don't like paying taxes. And then they understand, because we've talked to them about it, (laughs) that when you cash out that 401k that's worth 100,000, it's as if you earned 100,000 more in this year. Slow it down and say it back. Right, so when you cash out that 401k under 59 and a half, you're paying a 10% penalty, but it's also as if you received all of that money as income. So if you made 100 grand and you cashed out 100 grand 401k, now it's as if you earned 200,000 and that's what you're paying taxes on in that year. Eddie's breaking it down. And by the way, um, once that money is gone, because remember, you know, I always say invest in the real estate between your ears. Yeah. Right? Programs are good to buy, but if you're going to go buy a program, you got to make sure you implement it. You can't just go there and like I went to Tony Robbins in 2017. I spent like three or four grand. Yep. And I was like, that's it. You know, it's. I'm here. It's That's all it. going to happen. It's over. I didn't realize I had to do work after that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it was a lot of work. So I think that, ju- first of all, buying something that you're paying attention to online is better than not paying attention at all. Yes. But if you're going to buy it, put in in the action steps. And we always talk about who's your top five. Yeah. Well, who's your top five when it comes to your money time? Who's your top five where all your financial professionals got to be on the same page for the benefit of your thinking? Remember, you they work for you. You don't work for them. So if you ever have yeah. a financial person in your world that gets annoyed every time you call them hang up <laughs> fire them because you they don't write you a check you write them a check so if they get mad that you're calling them even if you're insecure if you're if you're expecting them to say something that they like i was just on the phone with somebody and the person said to me um thank you for the referral because it was an attorney do you think they're going to get the job done because i can't this is what they were saying i kind of felt like it might not get done and i said well no there's no guarantee. Right. Right. Like he, the person can't guarantee it to you, nor can I. Right. However, if you have your accountant, your advisor, you know, your fiduciary, um, your, your insurance agent, your trust officer, all on the same page for your benefit that are lined up with your thinking that you can measure it through um, the Epic Wealth Builder or a landing yeah. page where everybody could see what's happening real time at the click of a button, you're way ahead of about 99% of the people that are out there because- yeah. At least every decision you make monetarily is based on logic, math, and science. Logic, math, and science. Logic, math, and science. Logic, math, and science. Not emotional timidity. What's emotional timidity? Nervousness. The neighbor tells me to do this. Joe around the corner tells me to do that. Oh, my God, Bitcoin. Let me throw some money in that Bitcoin. Sam Friedman. Is that his name? Bankman? What's this guy's name? FTX dude? Yeah. You know, this is what I'm talking about. Understanding the emotional side versus understanding the logical side because we do make decisions based on emotion yes right yeah but let's go through the logical process first and then we can get emotional afterwards and i think it's it's seen in the stock market in bitcoin and all those things the emotion comes in it's fear and greed that drive that decision making for most people and so when when Bitcoin was at sixty thousand, people, people were calling, right? Bish, 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 hey, Bitcoin. how come we're not in crypto? How come we're not in crypto? How come we're not those calls? I, I, we don't get them anymore. No, Nobody asks about right why now. we're not in Bitcoin. It's so good right here, two thousand twenty-two. <laughs> this is like right here. I don't know about where does everybody. This, and I'm not celebrating, but I am. It's a lot of fun right here, right now. Yes. And if if you want to learn more about it, 
definitely go ahead and click that link below. We'd love to sit down. No obligation. Take you through the success process, the financial freedom app, and you could sit down and talk to anyone, any one of us. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Ed, I'm going to keep saying this over and over again, because in our world, no one talks about how important the mindset is when it comes to money first. No one yeah. talks about the principles of, of, you know, growth mindset versus scarce mindset and how to really be able to kind of thrive in economic winter and what are the questions that you're asking yourself when you get that feel, that that feeling in your stomach if you're in a commission business and you're not doing as well or you know if you own real estate and maybe a couple of renters left and, and now your real estate's going down and yeah. you're refinanced and you know whatever the case may be what are some of the things that you're doing out there to to kind of shift your thinking and make it the right way because whatever you're thinking I can tell you right, right now, it's true to you, but it's not true to the real world. You know, it, it goes back to all the things that we talked about just before. The Who's your five? Who are you surrounded with? Your coaches and mentors in your business, that's going to help feed your mindset. Yeah. Uh, things that you're doing for yourself, you know, you may want to get in shape. You may want to get physical. For me, that's helped my mental uh, capacity because, the, you know, when I'm not feeling good physically, I'm not showing up the way I should at work. Yeah. So some of those things have helped, but uh, that money mindset shift is so, yeah. so important. Can you imagine if I got in shape? It'd be, the whole, the, the rocket ship's would, already going. This so would flip. I don't so, know if we can could hold on. Can you imagine if I got in shape, what would happen? Because <laughs> I, at the end of the day, I, I'm like the dopest 260 pound guy that's out I, there. I, I think There's no shame in my game. I think about it sometimes. I, I'm like, I don't know how he, how he keeps up. Like, how does he, how do you maintain I that say, physical energy? Yeah. Right? Um, because with, there's a lot in it. I was with a mentor, you know, a mentor this weekend. Uh, I'll give him a shout out, Randy Garn. And I'll tell you what he said that was amazing. I was with a couple of mentors, but there was something that Randy said to me that stood out. He says, it's not just the top five, because that's important. Yes. And the top five, you don't have to be proven in what they do. Yes. Right? But it's also how do you feel about the top five? Yeah. Because if you don't, if you feel right about three, four, or five of them, whatever, how do you feel about the top five? And if there's a certain type of, of static or if there's a certain type of vibrational energy that's not congruent with your feelings... You have to you have to confront that to yourself yeah. first, and and really get honest with yourself. And it was a really powerful thing because I never thought of it that way. Because I've been doing videos about who's your top five. Yeah, but we talk about distinctions, right? We talk about sensory acuity. Snow means one thing in L.A., but it means twelve different things if I'm an Eskimo in, in Alaska. Alaska. Yeah. So I think that from a and Sean Callagy is always talking about distinctions relentlessly. And the distinction is who's your top five and how do you feel about them? How do you feel about them? Who's your top yep. five? And by the way, if you feel a certain way, this way or that way, you really have to evaluate why you feel that way because you could be off you could or be, you might not be off. You could be off. And whether or not you're off is going to affect how you implement what they're talking about. But if you're off, why are you off? Yeah. What, do you, what is your resistance but, and or what is it that you're not feeling or believing in? And that's Two the, different things. And that's the work you have to continue to do on yourself. And what does that do with a 401k? <laughs> At the end of the day, all of this has to do with, look, as we started this video, yeah. um, the fact is, is your 401k garbage? Probably not. The fact that you're saving versus not saving is a huge thing. And you really need to just understand what that, one, what your goals are, where you're trying to get to. If you're really young, saving in a 401k and you want to buy a house down the road, you might want to diversify the places that you're saving. Yeah, and also right? go up to the match. I don't know if yeah. I get too excited about going past the match and I'd save past the match in different buckets. And, you know, we 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 are a team here that, that excel mightily in the space of life insurance. Down the hall, there is a 
a wealth management arm that that has a, a level of fiduciary responsibility, not myself, yep. right? Of course, not Epic Insurance Services or Epic Financial Strategies, but down the hall, there is a fiduciary portion of if people want to kind of play in that game a little bit. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we believe that um, 401k, not past the match, creating an alternative savings that you build up that has leverage, leverage, liquidity, and control so you could create your own strategies, maybe finance your own debt, uh, they say become your own bank, maybe uh, buy investments like real estate. Yeah. Um, understanding don't quit your day job because if you're going to buy investment, buy real estate and quit your day job, you already went down the <laughs> wrong path because you're going to get frustrated. You, you need income to buy the real estate. Yes. And you need right? to go to work every day. Right? Yeah. And then and that's why if you're if you're an entrepreneur, it's going to work every day. It is important that you have these professionals on the same page that you meet with on a quarterly yeah. basis. Because, look, we can talk about taxes real fast. Let me tell you something. You could have a tax historian, which is a guy that or a gal. That's just going to get you that right off. Fail to tell you what's going to happen on the backside. Or you could have a tax specialist. What's a tax specialist? Well, beyond the first 300 pages, we then get in past W-2. We then yeah. get into the business owner. And there's maps and strategies on how to get additional write-offs. Yes. Right? Then if you're um, into real estate, you get a cost segregation engineer. Yeah. Cost segregation engineer. Right? Think about that. Okay. You want to be able to map all that out when it comes to your real estate and the four different rates of return that you're going to get there. And last but not least, because remember, these are four different quadrants that I'm speaking about just yep. regarding your accounting division. Yes. Right. You need a kick ass bookkeeper that's going to measure and monitor every single day so you don't overpay in taxes. Right. right. Yeah. So this is what we talk about when it's diversifying within the most asset classes yeah. and having everybody on the same page. Take us out. And, and, you know, the one thing you said, and we'll leave them with this, right? Everybody wants to know what the rich do. One thing that the rich do is they save, they invest but they also own businesses yes. and owning those businesses are huge tax advantages within owning those businesses. So that's where it's really important to have those tax specialists, those people on your side that are doing far more than just looking at what you did and telling you how to get it down. You want people that are planning for the future. Yep. So go ahead. Go, if you want, if you want to learn more, by the way, if you have any comments, feel free to add comments. If uh, you want us to do other videos in the future, please let us know. We'd love to do that. Uh, there's a couple of different links, but if you just sit and if you really just want to sit down with us and get a consultation to see where you are, uh, think of it like a, a financial freedom map. We always know what the destination is, but a lot of people have a hard time really figuring out where they're at, right? So if you can figure out where you are, re-engineering it back for you know where you want to go and re-engineering it back to to where you are today, that's yeah. a good conversation to have with us. And thanks for checking us out. That's it for today with Rob Gill and the Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. Be sure to hop to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe and tune into all the podcasts. Also, be sure to follow the Rob Gill YouTube channel and Rob Gill social media channels. We'll see you on the next podcast.